All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. This is going to shock all of you, I'm sure, but I got dicked down real well this week. Shocking no one. And I'm going to be sharing the details with you guys very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. What I love most about Cassidy is how easy it is to use. I'm a pretty techie person, but even I have struggled with some of the other lifestyle sites that feel like they're straight out of the 1990s. It is 2023, and it's really nice to use a site that is modern, has a clean interface, and just allows you to focus on connecting with other sexy people. If you want to check out Cassidy for yourself, see how easy it is to use and meet sexy people, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. When you do that, you're going to get an entire month of all access for free, so you have absolutely nothing to lose. Again, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner to try it for free. We hope to see you there. So it's been a fun week. We've had a lot going on. Holy balls, it's been a lot. Yeah, lots of lots of adjustments too. Lots of new stuff, revisiting old stuff. It's just, you know, just we just got a lot of shit happening. Well, I will say a big mind shift for me in the last couple of weeks as well. Also, I'll say I had so many of you reach out about the last episode talking about Max. Oh yeah, and I got some of the best names for him out of people responding, like Jabroni. Yeah, that's pretty. Big standard. shout out to T. For that one. <laughs> yeah, listen, there's no, you know, some people you just can't reach. You just can't help them. They're just beyond fucking help. So I found it interesting. A lot of people reached out to me too and were like, oh man, it really sucks. I'm so sorry, yada, yada. Hey, listen, shit happens. Uh, you regroup, you move on. And I think we're better for it anyway. We've had a lot of fun and there's a lot of fun plans going forward, even right now. You just found out apparently you're going to be getting fucked by some friend of yours at some point, like in May. Uh, May 4th. Mark the calendars, people. I have a guy coming from California who I've talked to for a while. So fucking hot. Like just one of those guys that when you see him online and then you see and then you interact with him and you see how cool he is on well, top you of that. If he's catfishing you first. No, I know he's not catfishing. Right, but it's the first thing you're thinking of, right? Like, oh, are these pictures no, real? not really. I mean, he's not, he's very, very attractive, but that was really never a concern for me. It was more so just, I feel like his personality and his looks line up so much. And we've been talking, like I said, for a while, and I just feel really comfortable with him. And so we're making all sorts of naughty plans. He is available for exactly one day and one night. So <laughs> I plan to go fucking wild with this man. Yeah, you're going to have to make sure that nothing gets in the way of that because you, you're no room for error. So we have that going on. And then I'm talking to another gentleman who's, a little bit younger in his 20s. I don't know exactly what that looks like right now, but I think just overall, since the whole Max thing went down, for me, it's been what is going to be fun and what's going to drive our intimacy. And if it doesn't fall into either or both of those categories, I'm like, go fuck yourself. And that's kind of a freeing place to be. I just feel completely sexually open right now. Well, yeah, and that's, I mean, it's no, really not that much different for me, right? I'm going to see Jade today, my friend Jade. I have something very special planned, which will after she and I play, of course, will turn into something special for you and I. Uh? 
So, and then I spoke to, or been chatting with uh, Susan, obviously. I'm going to see her next week before we leave for Phoenix. Something else I think that's going to be interesting that will just carry over into our play. So now that I'm thinking of these things differently and thinking of, like, I'm thinking ahead, what's it going to be after play? Not just you and I just reconnecting or just the normal stuff. Like, there's a plan. So for me, it's it's even that much more exciting because... Not that there's not newness and there's not, you know, this kind of fresh feeling, but when there's like a goal, you know what I mean? Like I got a plan. It's just more fun for me. Well, for me, it's like my creative juices are flowing. I have all of these ideas of things I want to do and fantasies I want to fulfill and certain things that I put on the back burner because I was a little bit more wrapped up in some of these guys. And now it's like, fuck all of that. I just want to get fucked in the naughtiest, most taboo, crazy ways possible. I mean, okay, so spoiler alert, I'm just going to throw it out there. I have been talking to a gentleman who has some semi-public play fantasies. Oh, interesting. So I think we're going to work that out. I'm going to meet him. And if I get a good vibe from him, we're going to go down that road. And I think that's so fucking naughty and exciting. And I mean, again, it just has all of these ideas floating through my head. And that fuels things for you and I. It fuels my masturbation, like all of it. Everything is just firing on all cylinders right now. It's so positive. Yeah, just trying. Well, that's the other thing, right? Just trying to keep not again, not. For me, it's not even so much, well, it is. There's some new elements, obviously, but keeping things fresh and exciting. But also because there's so much shit going on in our lives, we we have to like take time for ourselves and have some fun too. Well, I was just going to say, I think it's pretty ambitious of you to be playing with Jade today and Susan on Tuesday because Wednesday, yeah. we like first thing in the morning, yeah, we, we leave. leave for Phoenix because our Real Hot Wives of Phoenix full hotel takeover starts this coming Thursday. Yeah, we've got a lot going on. I have a plan for the entire fucking week. I know what I have to do. Monday is going to be crazy for me. Obviously, it's a work day for us, but I have, I've got to get all of our shit packed together, organized to get to Phoenix as we're driving. We have so much fucking stuff. And then, of course, you know, our friends have all their shit, our partners. So we have a lot of stuff. Fortunately, we do have a friend that reached out and offered to take some stuff to Phoenix because they're attending the event. I may reach out to him also. Oh, good. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to reach out to him today. But yeah, there's so much shit to do to get prepared. Just basic shit. You know, not just packing. the. We have to pack a fucking suitcase. We were just talking about what we need to bring. I don't even have what I need for our party. Like, I'm <laughs> no. not, I don't we have came a up with the events and you don't even have outfits for the event. Yeah, like I'm how ridiculous is that? Yeah. So that's like this weekend kind of thing. But then tomorrow, right, we have, I'm excited. We have plans. We're going to Korean barbecue. Yeah, well, so it's Easter. We don't yeah, celebrate don't Easter. Yeah. So we are going to Korean barbecue in the evening. So yeah, I mean, we just, I honestly think we have way over planned for this week. I think we're fucking insane to try to pack in everything we are trying to pack in. Yeah, but you know what? If we didn't, though, we would just be neurotic, sitting around, chasing our tails, g- g- redoing, like reshuffling paper. I find myself doing it all the time. <laughs> the dining room table right now looks like a boardroom. There are fucking documents everywhere. And every time I walk over to the table... I want to move something. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if I fucking move it, I'm going to have to move it again or I'm going to have to repack, like just leave the shit there. So right now there's just piles of stuff all over the house. It's fucking insane. That corner where our credenza and the dining room table is freaks me out so badly because it's just packed with shit. 
with sex toys for pool party giveaways and fucking floaties and all, just all like fucking shot glasses. There's so much crap. I'm freaking the fuck out. Condoms, of lube. Yeah, whole case, a literal case of condoms and lube. I'm just, I'm over it. I need to get it the fuck out of the house. So yeah. it looks fun though when people walk in. I'm sure they're like. In fact, I had somebody that we're going to talk about today over yeah. to the house, and the first thing he said when he walked by all of it because there's a giant box of sex toys. Yeah, can't miss and it. there's we we have a pool game going where where we need two strap-ons and yeah. they're sitting on top of the box and he's like well that looks like a good time i'm like oh it's just work stuff he starts laughing he's yeah. like your work and my work are very different well it's <laughs> uh, like i said my point is if we aren't doing some fun stuff you know like today for example it's first day it's hit fucking 80 degrees in vegas thus far so it's perfect patio weather so tomorrow before obviously we go and have dinner and we get all of our shit done in the morning. I want to go sit on a fucking patio somewhere and have a drink. I just want to relax. Because we're going to get our balls kicked in next weekend. <laughs> so, I mean, I know what's coming. I, yeah. I know what's happening. I'm it's, excited, though, aren't you? Yeah, but I also know how much work it's going to be. I know how stressful it's going to be right out of the gate. My stress always comes from wanting to be the best host and provide the most hospitable experience for people. That takes work and then you're talking about several hundred people that's a fucking challenge yeah you know so i know how busy i'm gonna be i've got some amazing people reaching out oh you know do you think you'll have time to play i'm like oh that's a lovely thought but no, no i don't I even don't. think we're gonna have time to eat let alone yeah. fuck there's yeah. no way i mean we're talking about a couple hours of sleep a night i mean that's really what this you think is. we're gonna sleep that's very very I, no, I optimistic no, 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 absolutely i am otherwise it'll be a fucking nightmare but it but yeah but just, it'll be like 3 a.m to 6 a.m yeah that's what i mean there's just a few hours that you're gonna have that we'll have to just kind of decompress and and even that's not entirely likely so yeah it's gonna be nuts so i want to have some fun for the next few days and then we'll fucking deal with it you yeah know? i think that's it's something that's interesting when you have friends that are in the lifestyle that come to your events and you want to fuck them because they're your friends and they're hot and they're awesome i want to fuck like a dozen people that have reached out to me but <laughs> it's just not a i just don't think it's a thing no i mean when we're in that mode it is fucking full court press yeah. it's different when it's our event here because it's a very small controlled environment or anywhere but, I mean, a hotel takeover, like that's even, a whole fucking different thing. Well, also, but consider, like, like our events in Denver, right? We've got one coming up in June. Well, but that's one night. Right, well, right. But we also, not only do we know the venue really fucking well, we love the people that are there. We know basically everyone that's coming. I could put that that whole evening together literally the the afternoon before. Like, it's, a, it's just a no-brainer because we've done it so many times. It's so seamless. This is a whole different fucking thing. Like, I, and also, we have full control when it comes to, you know, like, Denver, right? We do not have entire control because this is a hotel. So there are certain protocols and policies that we've got to adhere to. All this crazy shit. My point is, I know how fucked up this is going to be. So I just <laughs> want to have some fun prior to soften it and balance things. You gotta have some fucking balance. Yeah, for sure. And then when we come back, we have a massage scheduled. Yes. Thanks to our amazing friends. They gave it to us as a birthday gift and we haven't used it. So I no. have that set up for us as soon as we get home. Yeah, we're gonna So yeah, that. like you said, balance. That is going to be the biggest, most important part of our April is finding balance and uh, not wanting to jump off a building. Well, between there are gonna be moments when it's like completely overwhelming. Well, honestly, between now and... Podbash at the end of September, it's fucking full on. We don't have any free time. No. So the free time we, what little time we do have, I want to fucking maximize it. Well, do you want to talk about May a little bit? Because I'm super excited for that. 
Uh, the E&M Summit? Yeah. Yeah, listen, I, I, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am about the E&M Summit because it's different. And actually, I'm more excited even now, actually, the couple of days ago. I got really excited a couple of days ago because our friends from Denver are coming. So I'm on the phone with them, the owners of the property that we use in Denver, and I, I was just talking to her about what was happening in May, her husband got on the phone and was like, oh my goodness, tell me more about this. He was super fucking pumped about it. So we started talking and 30 minutes later, they're like, okay, we're we're booking a flight. We're coming. If you're okay with it, we want to be there. Like they're super fucking pumped. I'm thrilled to have them. And the excitement that everyone has about this is is really contagious. Well, I don't think we've actually talked about the E&M Summit on the podcast. We talked about, really. about it on bonus episodes. But basically what we have decided to do, what you have decided to do, because this is really your baby, yeah, what, is yeah, to for bring... For the better or worse, what I've decided to do. <laughs> is to bring together amazing people in this space who are in the industry. Either they're club owners or they're event hosts or they're content creators or whatever they are, pod, fellow podcasters. And the whole point is for us to sit down and talk about the real issues in the lifestyle and talk about the good that's going on and how we can perpetuate the good that's happening. But also, let's be fucking real. There are some major issues in this space. Oh, there are some major pitfalls and some things that I don't feel like are being taken nearly as seriously as they need to in order for us to continue to move in the right direction as a group. Well, that, but see, that that's the biggest problem, right? Because there is no fucking group. There is no community. There is no universally recognized community. I've said this a million times. And that's part of the conversation I've had with everyone involved in this. And to put this into perspective, at the moment, there are 30 people that are going to attend this. And this is not a for-profit event. In fact, the only people that are going to profit from any of this uh, in any kind of financial way will be the NCSF. Because the it's National all donation. Coalition for Sexual Freedom. Right. And they're involved. There are their partners in this, as, along with OPEN, the Organization for Polyamory and Ethical Nomenogamy, the UAL, United Alliance of Lifestylers. There are serious organizations, safersex.com. I mean, we got real fucking players in this thing. And that's just a few of them. The whole problem with us in this space, in my opinion, has been the lack of cohesiveness and the lack of people getting together that have voices that have something to say that's tangible and getting it all out collectively because there's a lot of sh just stuff that's spread out there. It's just shotgunned, well, but nothing cohesive. Not only that, but there's a lot of people that talk a lot of shit and don't do anything to fix it. Oh, listen, it's easy to talk shit. Oh, let's get online and we're going to run our mouths about consent and it's consent month and it's this and it's that. What the fuck are you doing about it? You're doing nothing about it, right? right? This was really born from that very concept because you and I attempted to do something at la our last pod bash at uh, Secrets. And, you know, everyone talks about it. It's a big fucking deal. Consent and inclusivity and safety and security and education. Until you ask people to sit down for 20 fucking minutes and listen to an expert in that field have a conversation about it. Well, if there's a party to be had, lifestylers aren't fucking interested, right? right? Our friends at the Accidental Swinger said it best. You know, if there's a BDSM or a kink organization and people are going to a party and you say, hey, we're going to have a conversation about consent. The whole fucking room is full of people. Right, exactly. You do the same thing at a lifestyle event. It's like, ah, we got a party to go to. Yeah. We're, we don't have time for that. Sorry, I got to change into my theme costume and yeah, down it's, some it's, drinks. <laughs> it's real easy to talk shit online, real easy to post your bullshit on whatever fucking social media platform. It's a whole other thing to put fucking rubber to road, put your money where your mouth is. And, and pen to up. paper, because the yeah. whole point is that we are going to come up with some ideas and some protocols for how we can be fucking better in this space, especially the big players. So, 
Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm really excited to make that happen. Well, and that's just it, right? And this is not a thing where it's this self-promotion thing. Like we said, we haven't even fucking talked about it. But for me, I'm, I'm so passionate and heated about it because there's so much room for improvement. All we need to do is just get the people together that really want to make a difference, that are prolific in this space. And listen, we've got some of the biggest people in the industry that are going to be there. And as we get closer and and while we're there, we have a documentarian that's going to be there. They're going to basically document the whole fucking thing. So we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about it down the road. We're even planning the second one now. So there's a lot to this, but there is definitely a place and there is room for inc- just incredible improvement. And once we get some people on fucking board that can make that happen, it's going to change everything. I agree. And so I'm excited. I cannot fucking wait. It's really one of the things I'm most excited about about 2023, honestly. Me too. I mean, 2023 in general has just been kind of a pivotal year for us because we've done so many new things. We've moved into different areas. We've changed our focus on a lot of things. And I'm just really excited to see what comes of it, both personally and professionally. Like I said, I'm I'm in this mindset right now of like, let's fucking have fun. Personally speaking, let's fucking have some new experiences. Let's meet some new people. Slutty Brenna is officially out of her fucking cage. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but like maybe you you probably haven't really because I'm just a goofy fuck anyway but even when we're out now like the other day we were out at one of our favorite places cutest fucking bartender on the planet trying to get me drunk (laughs) totally was she was she is so fucking she is so cute it's crazy but she's also like probably 23 if i was gonna say she's in her early 20s she's a kid man but god is she so cute and she's clearly getting me fucked up i have a picture of all the alcohol she put in front of me (laughs) totally uncharacteristic of me everyone there knows that and they were just fucking with me yeah but as of course she's doing this i'm thinking to myself fuck it i'm just gonna flirt with her nothing's gonna come of this i'm just gonna flirt with her fuck it who cares and that's exactly what i did and it was just a lot of fun we had a good time and ordinarily i wouldn't do that right now it could also have been because there were there was a lot of alcohol involved and so i you know i did not have all of my druthers together uh however it was fun And, you know, then you and I went home, we had a great time. So anything that we can do to, you know what, just to lighten the load. That's really what it is. Because we have taken ourselves so fucking seriously. Yes. There's so, and and to be fair, I mean, it's it's understandable because we have a lot of serious shit going on, right? Financially, we have a lot on the line, right? There's all kinds of shit we've got going on. We have plans down the road for August, October, November. I mean, I'm working on all kinds of stuff. But once in a while, it's like, fuck it. I, I don't even want to think about that. I just want to flirt with this. I just want to get drunk bartender. and flirt with the bartender. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm over it. You know, why so, not? No, Life it, is fucking short, man. Well, and that's and that's really the thing. Like when we're talking about I'm going to see Jade today, which I'm super excited about. And I'm always excited to see Jade or Susan. But I'm really excited today because I got something planned. Yeah. I'm eager to see Susan Tuesday. She texted me earlier. I wanted to make sure the day was okay. We've been going back and forth about our schedules. And I was like, okay, Tuesday's good. She's like, yep, got it worked out. We're all set. And so now that she knows there's something, she doesn't know what, she just knows there's something, she's all kinds of worked up, which just gets me excited because then it's like, okay, I'm going to go see her. This is going to be super fucking hot and new. We've never done this before. And then I'm going to come get to come home and I'm going to share that with you just like with Jade. It's just, it, it, there's just some excitement that isn't ordinarily there. 
Yeah. Right? It's it's just percolating. That's how I feel with the California guy because we have all sorts of plans we're talking about. He's a dom, and so I've been bratting out hard with him, and that's super exciting for me, being able to push his buttons. Like this morning I sent him an ass pic, and I was like, are you going to put marks on this, or are you going to be a giant pussy, you know? Right. And he's like, really? You're going to call me a pussy? I'm like, well, until I see your skills. Like we're just bouncing off each other, and it's so fun, and it, I'm not taking it seriously. No, and it's it, no, it's it doesn't need to be serious. Like that's the whole problem. We have taken a lot of this stuff entirely too seriously, right? We've just worked so hard and what really focused on certain things that frankly just don't fucking matter. Yep. You know, in the scheme of things, they just don't mean shit. We just need to have a good time. Do what we have to do, obviously, because we have we have professional responsibilities, but have some fucking fun in the meantime. It doesn't always have to be in, in fact the other thing I wanted to mention, because I don't think you and I talked about it, it, it came to my attention, probably because I was drunk. But <laughs> We didn't talk about work at all that day. No, there not at no, all. First of all, I couldn't even, I don't even know if I could have spelled work. I had no <laughs> fucking business drinking that much. Uh, but there's, there was something to it where you get to the point, like you cross over and it's like, okay, the rest of this shit just washes away. Now it's just, we're That's a, a tomorrow time. when I'm sober problem. Yeah, I knew things <laughs> went south when I was eating a hot dog. <laughs> you had two hot dogs. Not real. I couldn't finish the second one. I was too fucking full. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, when I'm eating that shit, you know, it, things have taken a very left turn. Yeah, but again, life is short. Eat the fucking hot dog, drink the beer, flirt with the cute girl. What yeah, the fuck is? Meanwhile, the... I've eaten nothing but egg whites and fucking chicken since. But yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, I've drank myself. I drank my weight in beer, which I don't ever do. Uh, then ate a fucking hot dog, and I was like, this, this is crazy. What am I doing? But it was so much fun, <laughs> you know. And she is so fucking cute. I, listen, I'm an idiot. I'm a guy. We're not smart. We don't, you know, we don't always think with the right head, obviously. I know instinctively I'm never going to sleep with this. This is never going to be a thing. No, that's not the goal. It's just fun. But if she would have put fucking hemlock in front of me, I would have drank it, you know, because she's so fucking cute and so fun. And she was so excited to to give it to me. Like, I'm like, oh, she, yeah, fuck it. She's hot. I'll just drink it. (laughs) You know, like I've never drank that much beer in my life. I'll feel like shit tomorrow. It's worth it. Yeah, I'll take the fucking abuse, whatever. It just, it was fun. Yeah, it was great. I had a fucking blast. All right. So single guy tip of the week this week, we already shared with our Patreon members, but I think there's a really important lesson in all of this. Okay. For sure. I mean, many, of course, but I guess a less obvious one that I want to talk about. So this is what happened. This gentleman reached out to me on Cassidy and he is very attractive, totally my type, tall, muscular, beautiful, just everything that you would want in a guy reaching out to you. Probably a giant cock as well. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you know me too I, well. I mean, I'm just, just spitballing here, but I'm assuming <laughs> that that's probably part of it. Yeah, he had a snake in the pants, yeah. So. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, I read his bio. He seems very intelligent. It's very well put together, very articulate. Then I start talking to him. We start chatting back and forth. He gives me his Telegram username. So we start chatting on there. And everything is going so well. Like, he's incredibly intelligent. We're having just very interesting conversations about the lifestyle. It's clear that he has some knowledge of it and that he's very introspective and thoughtful about it. And everything's just going great for, like, a few days, right? Then a few days ago... (laughs) (laughs) I get this message and he's like, I really enjoy talking to you. And I said, me too. You seem really cool. And he said, well, is it safe to assume that you really like my personality then? See, that's when I, as soon as you (laughs) told me this, I was like, oh, this guy, 
catfished you. Like, that wasn't him. Like, <laughs> as soon as we go, it's kind of like, I want to introduce you to my friend. Oh, he's amazing or she's amazing. She's got a great personality. You're not going to be attracted to this friend. Right. That's exactly what happened. Exactly. And as soon as he was like, okay, so I want to lean on my personality is that so something that you're you into? So you tell me that you really like me, so it doesn't matter what I look well, like because you already like who I am so much. He baited you. It's like, well, you like me, so what does it matter? Okay, <laughs> easy now because you, so, you, you, you lied. Yeah, I mean, needless to say, the guy was not the guy in the photos. Right. It turns out it has, it's his friend that lives on the East Coast. and Who had full awareness of him using the In fact, he's the one that verified the fucking guy on with his own fucking pictures. Yep. Yeah, so obviously you're culpable, right? And but to your point, but okay. So what happens is he tells me it's not him. I'm like, you know what? Send me a picture of what you really look like. I'm curious. How much of a troll do you think you are that right. you have to use somebody else's photos? So the guy sends me a photo, and it's him holding a piece of paper with his name, my name, and the date on it to prove that he is not once again right. catfishing me. And the guy is still attractive. Yeah, I don't he's get not it. a ten like the first guy, but he's still very attractive, very much my type. I'm like, he, okay. Let's break this down. I don't understand why you thought you needed to use somebody else's photos when you look the way that you do. Self-confidence. And he's like, you know, I just don't feel that great about myself. I'm only 5'9". My friend is 6'3". And I'm yeah. not as muscular as him. And I just always get more attention when I use his photos rather than mine. Well, no shit. But so what? What? what my, I guess my question to him would have been, how many times has this worked out for you where... You have sent these images out or someone thinks this is you. You correspond. You then let them know that this isn't you, right? Let's say that they did what he did with you. How many people actually meet you after that? And if you don't do that and you go on as if it is you and then you meet them and they meet you for the first time, how many of them stick around? Right. I don't understand. Why do that to yourself? That's This is a lot of work, this well, corresponding back and forth. And here's what I told him, and, and I think that this is the most important part. You know, his whole thing of my friend gets more attention than me. Listen, I think I'm cute. I'm a cute girl. I'm not fucking Megan Fox. If I was using Megan Fox's photos, would I have more luck in the lifestyle? Um, or if I looked like Megan Fox? Maybe. But I do pretty fucking well looking exactly the way I do. Well, so I would never throw shit out and pretend that I'm someone else. And I mean, I guess for me, the tip is not, of course, the tip, don't catfish people. Be honest. That's duh, the duh. But the way bigger issue here is if you don't feel good about yourself, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter. Be, again, this is a guy who, in the grand scheme of things, I would say is probably a seven. He's objectively attractive. He's a good looking dude. So if you have issues still looking like that, that isn't a physicality thing. That's not a no, you being a you, upset about your aesthetics thing. thing. That is you not feeling good about who you are as a person. And I recommend this to guys all the fucking time and I get eye rolls, but it's so true. There are, I truly believe 90% of men could benefit from some therapy. Go get some fucking help. Work on yourself. Deal with your own shit. You clearly have things you do not like about yourself. So fix them. Well, listen, my concept of therapy and yours is different. And I talk to guys obviously as well, particularly guys guys that are my age, right? I have this conversation with dudes all the time. How old was this guy? The actual guy. I don't know, mid-30s. Okay. So typically it's older guys, like closer to my age that will reach out to me. So I'm 53. 
I am not George Clooney any more than you are Megan Fox, and I will be not. I will not be on the cover of fucking GQ this or any other month. Okay. <laughs> However, you are very attractive. Well, but you're super fucking beautiful too, and super cutie pants. But I you're not I'm Megan cute. Fox, right? You just said you're not Megan Fox. I am not a fucking supermodel either. Right. However, we have our own attributes that work for us. Highlight the things that work for you. Do not put up a picture that you're not happy with. If you're not, if you don't think you look good in a certain outfit, don't post it. Yeah, Do the I think best it's, you can. it's bigger than just that. It is. But beyond that, if you don't like the way you look or feel, there are, there are plenty of things you can do about it. Plenty, right? His friend is more muscular than him. Hey, man, get your shit together. Get to the gym. Figure out how to eat. Take care of yourself. Yeah, but you then there are also... Taller. I was going to say, there are simply things you cannot change about yourself. If you're 5'8", you're never going to be taller. If you have a certain shaped head or nose, I mean, I guess you can get a nose job. But you know Still. what I mean? Like, there are just parts of who you are that are who you are. And if you can't accept those parts of who you are, then I don't think you should be in the lifestyle because one of the things that I tell people all the time, and it's so true, is whatever negative feelings or thoughts you have about yourself are going to be put to the test when you get into the lifestyle. They're going to be magnified because you're going to have a lot of competition you're going to be compared to other people you're going to compare yourself to other people yeah. and if you are not in a mental headspace to deal with that then you shouldn't do it well yes that's 100 percent true but also i don't care how tall you are i don't care how thin you are i don't care how fat you are i don't care i have met plenty of people with confidence that are outgoing they are fun and friendly and conversant they are well groomed they are well put together they carry themselves well gender doesn't matter and they are attractive people because they are comfortable in their own skin. You mean if, they're more attractive because of that? Absolutely. So well, maybe they're not a perfect 10, but right. the way they carry themselves is a perfect 10. Yeah, because they're comfortable with who they are. They right. have made themselves comfortable in their own skin. Sure, you're 5'8", five, 5'9", five, whatever. Okay. Also, who the fuck cares? I'm 5'1". Like, yeah, well, <laughs> some of the coolest fucking people. Listen, I, I, some of the most intimidating fucking guys I've ever met were 5'2", 5'3", 5'4", 5'5". One of them was my old man. So none of that matters. Right. You know, you just need to be confident in who you are. Because the truth is, and you and I have talked about this, these guys, like you said, 30-something, 40-something, 50-something, doesn't matter. He's up against a lot of competition in a room like like our one of our events here in town, right? It's honestly, it's turned into like a like a modeling session. It's yeah, they're beautiful. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I just, it, it's so stupid. And so when you walk into a room like that, your options are either you stand toe to toe and you compete, or you do the smart thing and you let your fucking your best attributes forward because most I of these just, guys can't talk. Yep, I just had this conversation with one of the guys that comes to our events all the time. Right. He is always ridiculously well dressed, but he's not the hottest guy in the room. And his point is like, well, I feel like I get overlooked comparatively to that guy or that guy or that guy. Right. I'm like, well, don't rely on your looks then. You're impeccably dressed, you're well spoken, you're respectful, and you're funny. That should mean way more to most people. So lead with that. Don't walk in thinking. Well, I'm not a, you know, a GQ model, like you said, because we have a couple of guys that easily well, could be. That's my thing. So going back months ago, I had Jade and Susan. They both came to the event. Susan got there first. Then a guy got there. Then Jade got there. The fucking guy that showed up first, his first time in the event, first time, he just moved to Vegas, came here to become a porn actor, yeah. right? This fucking guy could get laid anywhere. He was unbelievably attractive, top to bottom, built like a fucking professional athlete and <laughs> unbelievably good looking. 
I sat him in between two smoking hot women, introduced them both to him. They are flanking him. They're both talking to him. He had so little to say that eventually Susan just turned her back on him. He eventually just got up and walked away. And he didn't play with anyone that night. You have no, you've got no verbiage, man. You've got no conversation. You've right. got to work on that shit. So again, I'd rather hang out with the guy who's a seven, but a great fucking and conversationalist. That's exactly what they said. Yep, yeah, 100%. They were like, great to look at, zero empty, just an empty vessel. Yeah. That's no good, man. You've got to have the whole package. And this is a guy, like I said, who, talking to him, very intelligent, very intellectually driven, a, a catch to so many people in the lifestyle if he would lead with that. But yeah. he chose not to. Well, my advice, uh, single guy tip of the week, obviously be yourself. Certainly the obvious. Don't fucking catfish anybody. And lean into your strengths. We all have them. We all have weaknesses for sure, or what we perceive to be weaknesses. But you absolutely have strengths and you've got attributes that you can utilize. Showcase them. Also, if you just have terrible self-image, work on it. Yeah, figure it work out. Work on it before you get into the lifestyle. Because I can tell you right now that getting into the lifestyle is not going to improve your self-image if you hate the way you look. Well, it's simply not. But even, a, 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 to me, a bigger problem than that is he took his insecurities and made them your problem. Right. Don't make your shit my problem. I got enough fucking problems. Right. I can, I can <laughs> Trust feel, me. I, can I do feel, just fine on I my can own. Feel, I tell people all the time, I don't need you to help me look like an asshole. I've got it covered. <laughs> you give me five minutes, I'll prove it to you. So yeah. I don't need you to make it more difficult for me. Exactly. So, you know, keep your shit to yourself, man. Figure it out. That's... My single guy tip of the week. Mine too. So as mentioned, I had kind of a wild ruckus play session and I'm really excited to talk about it for multiple reasons. I think some of the elements of this will definitely show me moving in the right direction of just being slutty Brenna and getting back to really, really enjoying the lifestyle. But before we get to that, we want to say a very big thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Permescent. Sex should be about pleasure, not anxiety. It should be about the fun and connection you're having with someone else, not constantly being concerned that you're going to finish too quickly. For a lot of men, that is a concern, which is why over 500,000 men worldwide have tried Permescent's flagship product, the Delay Spray. It's so easy to use. All you do is apply a few sprays right before playtime, allow it to absorb, and go to work. And all of a sudden, you're not going to have to be anxiety ridden about finishing too quickly. It's an amazing product that is doctor tested and recommended. And like I said, used by so many men to help extend their sexy playtime. If you want to try it for yourself and get a discount, you can go to promescent.com FPS today to get 10% off of their flagship product, the delay spray or any of their other amazing bedroom wellness products. Again, that's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com slash FPS for 10% off. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Dipsy. Our lives can get incredibly hectic, and when they are so busy, it's very hard to concentrate on your pleasure, intimacy, and eroticism. And that's why Dipsy has come to the rescue. Because Dipsy is an amazing audio app full of short, sexy stories designed by women and for women to turn you on and get you in the mood. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, kinky encounters, and hot and heavy hookups. Honestly, no matter what you're into, you're going to find something that really speaks to you on the Dipsy app. And the best part is you have absolutely nothing to lose because right now, listeners of our show are getting 30 free days of full access to Dipsy when you go to dipsystories.com FPS. Again, that's an entire 
entire month of full access when you go to Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash F-P-S. Dipsy, stories.com slash F-P-S. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Shameless Care. This is a company that is specifically tailored to the non-monogamous community, and they have online medical consultations in all 50 states offering judgment-free health care for lifestylers, including ED medication. Look, the reality is there's a lot of men out there that need ED medication. There are even more men, especially in the lifestyle, that can get incredibly nervous in certain sexual situations, which is very normal. But Shameless Care has you covered. All you have to do is go to shamelesscare.com and fill out a quick intake form. And if accepted, you can get ED medication delivered discreetly straight to your door. It couldn't be easier. And right now it couldn't be more affordable either because for listeners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast, use code FPS at checkout to get $30 off your first month of ED medication. Again, that's shamelesscare.com. Use code FPS at checkout to get $30 off your first prescription of ED medication delivered discreetly to your door shamelesscare.com code fps okay so lately you and i've been talking a lot about kind of the more secret rendezvous or me kind of doing something to surprise you with my sluttiness which honestly i don't think you're ever surprised when i'm a slut but (laughs) no that does not surprise me at all (laughs) but certain elements i can definitely surprise you with well certainly you could surprise me like uh as i told okay so earlier i just mentioned to you i said hey it looks like you know susan and i are going to see each other tuesday it's an opportunity for you i'm going to be you know it's four o'clock whatever so if you do something, you don't have to tell me. I'll just find out when I get home. And, you know, so that's the kind of surprise. The, the fact that you're slutty does not is in no way a surprise to me. Well, I had several surprise elements prepared for this particular session. And honestly, I got so wrapped up in the fun of it and how erotic it was for me that it completely went out the window. So I want to explain. I want to explain this whole day from the beginning and also how I plan to rectify it in the future. So. Earlier in the day, I told you that I wanted to get fucked. <laughs> yes. And I could tell that you were really excited about it. I wasn't going to tell you who it was with or anything that I had planned. The whole idea was, again, I was going to tell you about it afterwards during our reconnection. And that was going to be this. I always describe it to people as a surprise, almost like a Christmas present that I'm giving to you. Right. And you unwrap it and I get to see the look on your face when you finally see it. That's kind of what it's like when I have these more secret rendezvous. And then you and I reconnect and I'm telling you some of the details and you're face lights up and all of a sudden you're fucking my mouth harder or whatever we're doing (laughs) also keep in mind though you you talk about to to really to put a point on it how much that the idea of the unknown is a turn-on for me you told me like hey i'm probably going to get fucked later i was i had stuff i had to do so i was going to be gone all day so i told you early in the day that i had this planned early. and then we started getting ready and but i was literally working on in my pajamas on the couch on yes. our computer hadn't showered yet hadn't even brushed my teeth yet right. had freaking coffee breath and you're in the bedroom and you're like hey well you should come in here and suck my cock and i was like whoa we never really have afternoon rendezvous it wasn't even the afternoon morning. this was morning yeah this was like 10 a.m. We never do that because we're always in work mode. So I knew how pumped up you were for this whole thing and excited just by that. And we had some fucking crazy rough sex that morning. Yeah. So then you leave to go run your errands. I get myself all dolled up and this gentleman comes over to the house. And my plan was to have the video on on my phone, but have it face down so that it's basically just a black screen with sound Sound. and then send you clips of it. 
Okay, gotcha. that was the plan. <laughs> gotcha. It did not go according to plan because this gentleman came over. We caught up a little bit. We were sitting on the couch just kind of talking. And this is somebody that I played with in the past that I just think is so beautiful. And it's really interesting the chemistry he and I have because it's kind of perfect. We're not talking in between play sessions. He and I hardly ever text. Right. It's not like it's this constant stream of digital communication. And that I think has almost become more exciting to me because it's it's almost the unfamiliar. I have no idea what's going on in his life. Right. I don't really, not that I don't care about him, but I don't really care to have all of that communication with him. For both of us, because he's also a partner man, yeah. it's just about this carnal fucking desire when we're in each other's presence. Well, that's just it. That's the that's the piece for a period of time anyway that has been missing for you and I, both for both of us, because my friends, my regular play partners are my friends. They're our friends. I care about them and care about what's going on in their lives. So that piece isn't that doesn't exist. Right. And for you, because you were going down this road of more of a ongoing relationship with some of the, or the last two guys. We didn't have that either. The, that mystery was kind of gone as well. Right. So this is a whole, not that it's new, but it's we're revisiting it. And to my point earlier, going back to some of the things that, that got us going to begin with is huge. Yeah. So, so he comes over. We catch up for a little bit. But things get hot and heavy very quickly. And one of the things that I absolutely love about playing with this man is he goes back and forth between the sensual and the rough fucking seamlessly there is no conversation necessary it's not forced it's just like whatever naturally is occurring in that moment so here's an example we're sitting on the couch together i have on this little teeny tiny dress no panties planned shocking <laughs> and it's very revealing it has a lot of cleavage going i had my push-up bra on so i just felt sexy in it and he remarked on it the moment he walked in i about, love that dress my favorite fucking dress i know you love it and it's really fucking short i mean if i bend over in that thing you're seeing pussy and ass your ass is basically out of it anyway so we're sitting on the couch together and there was one moment that i kind of uncrossed my legs and moved myself towards him basically angled myself towards him and he kind of gives me this look and he's like do you have panties on right now? And I you was had like, to ask? I was like, maybe you should feel for yourself. And he's like, okay. So this was fucking hot. Okay. This is what I'm talking about. This very sensual moment that we had. We're sitting on the couch and he's fucking teasing me. I am, again, I have my, ang my body angled towards him. My knees are angled towards him. And he's basically running one of his hands up my legs, very slowly up my thighs and getting almost to my pussy. And then he stops and he gives me this mischievous fucking look. This, you know, I don't know, devilish grin, if you will. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, do you want me to keep going? I'm like, well, how are we ever going to find out if I'm wearing panties or not if you don't keep going? And he's like, no, I think I'm just going to stop right there. I think the mystery is more exciting. I'm like, you motherfucker. Well, to be fair, <laughs> you were teasing him first by not wearing fucking panties. You knew exactly what you were doing. So one good turn deserves another. Yeah, I wanted to be the tease. I love being yeah, the tease. Yeah, but sometimes it backfires I don't on so you. much love being teased. Yeah, we all know that. But, uh, you know, sometimes it just, you know, you, you got to get what you get, you know? 
But it was just this very playful kind of thing. And then he started kind of massaging on my thighs. And then we just started making out with each other. Again, very sensual. He's kissing on my neck. He's kissing on the spot right under my ear because he, again, we've played together multiple times. He remembered that. He remembered that I have this very erogenous zone right there. So he's focusing a lot of his attention there. I had my hair in a side braid that day. And he started kind of pulling it ever so slightly to expose the side of my neck. It was it was this really interesting mix between more sensual and more aggressive. Yeah. I mean, this is a man who likes to take control. He's a very alpha man, which turns me on so fucking much. I don't even know what it is. I don't know if it's biological. I don't fucking know. But that alpha personality, that ability to just kind of like fucking take control. He didn't ask me. We've been together multiple times before. He knows what I like. He just grips onto my braid, pulls it to the side to expose my neck and basically starts biting on it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is fucking hot. And But I'm like, I have to be a brat. I have to push buttons. So I'm like, you do realize that if you don't check to see if I don't have panties on or not, that we're never going to get further than just making out. He's like, I have way more self-control than you. We can just sit here and make out all fucking day. Yeah, well, that doesn't say, that's not saying a lot because you have the self-control of a fucking seven-year-old. So yeah, he's 100% right. So he's like, are you going to ask me? Are you going to keep asking me if I'm going to touch your pussy? Or are you just going to like sit back and enjoy it? And I'm like, no, I'm going to keep asking. You're not in control here. He's like, oh, you don't fucking think so? So it's just this very playful kind of fun connection that we were having. But it's also one of the reasons that I completely let my plans go out the fucking window because he was playing with my mind. Well, not he enough derailed guys, you is what he did. Not enough guys can take control of my mind. My mind is very scatterbrained. It's all over the place. And for someone to really capture my attention, it really does take a lot. Yeah, you were already, I mean, again, he got you out of your zone. You, he, you thought you were running shit and it just threw everything out the window. Well, and I asked him ahead of time if we could even do the camera thing. And he's like, right. absolutely. So that was the whole plan. But again, it just went out the window. So we're sitting on the couch, still making out, playing with each other, touching on each other, laughing back and forth, just joking with each other. And then all of a sudden he starts making out with me really intensely and just slides his hand up my dress onto my pussy and starts laughing, and he's like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> of course you didn't have panties on. And he starts playing with my clit ever so slightly. This is really sexy, too. He, like, played with my pussy a little bit and then took his fingers out and, like, licked them mm -hmm. and tasted me. <laughs> and then started playing with my clit again. Something very sexy about that to me. Well, it's also incredibly intimate. Yeah. Right? It's like, that's the kind of thing you do, particularly when you're familiar with someone. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just a it's just one of those things that naturally occurs as you begin to know someone better in, in that way. I mean, that's why I always like you know, the concept of that consistent play partner or more consistent play partner. Well, yeah, I don't want a consistent play partner right now, but I have been with him a few times and it's been lovely. So anyway, he sticks his fingers back down there and starts playing with my pussy again. And then he puts his fingers inside of me and starts fingering me on the couch. And at the same time, I have my hand on his cock over his pants. He has on these shorts, like yeah. gray workout shorts almost. And so it's very easy to get access to his cock and I'm rubbing it and he's getting hard as I'm rubbing his cock. And we start talking 
very dirty to each other, which I wasn't really expecting. The few times we've been together, there has been some dirty talk, but it's not raunchy. It's like, oh, that feels good, or your pussy feels good, or that cock's amazing. This was fucking raunchy. Like, you feel how wet you're getting on my hand right now? And I'm like, do you feel how hard your cock is getting under my hand? I mean, it was was fucking raunchy. And I loved that. It just, again, it was playing with my mind the whole time. And I was soaking fucking wet. I mean, when I got up off of the couch, spoiler alert, there was a fucking wet spot on the couch. Yeah, you fucked up the couch, the bed, everything was a mess. We had to do all kinds of cleanup. So we lay back on the couch at one point. He's still fingering me. I'm still rubbing his cock. We're just making out with each other. I'm almost like dry humping his hand. I mean, it just got fucking wild. And then I'm like, I really, really need to suck your cock. And he's like, let's make that happen. So he takes the shorts off, revealing his beautiful fucking cock. It really is the perfect size for me to really, really enjoy sucking because obviously I love when a large cock is inside of me. But if a cock is too big, I feel like I'm going to hurt it with my teeth or something. I just get very in my head about it. It's not fun to suck a cock that big. You know what I mean? It's kind of a chore. So... (laughs) It's one of those things where a slightly smaller cock, not the largest cock I've ever had, is better for those types of things. No and doubt. I mean, he does not have a small cock by any stretch of the imagination. He's still well above average. But anyway, I get down on my knees. It was really sweet, too. He's like, do you want me to put my shorts under your knees so they don't hurt? And I was like, oh, what a gentleman as I'm getting ready to choke all over your cock. Yeah, it's the least you can do when your <laughs> face is going to be buried in my lap. <laughs> So I start very slowly just teasing him because at this point I'm like, fuck it. You tease the shit out of me with the whole panties or no panties thing. I It's my turn to tease the shit out of you. So I very sl- like slowly start licking the tip of it. Then I go down and start kind of licking and sucking on his balls ever so slightly. Then I go back to the tip and he's like, are you going to put that mouth down on me? I said, when I'm fucking ready, I will. Well, that explains <laughs> it because you were sucking my cock the way you were sucking his cock that <laughs> night. And I'm like, this is unusual. What is happening here? <laughs> yeah, that now it makes total sense. So I teased him for a while. It was probably a good five minutes of me just like swirling my mouth around him. Then I'd stop. I'd come up and like kiss him again or start kissing him on his on his neck. Then I go back down to his cock. I mean, I was just teasing the shit out of him. So then when I finally do start sucking his cock, he literally is shoving my head down on his cock. I'm gagging on it. And back to that whole sensual versus rough thing and being able to go back and forth. Yeah, read the room. Between the two so seamlessly. It was like this dance that was going on the entire time. This very rhythmic dance where we just didn't break a beat. I went from me sucking and lightly flicking his tip to me gagging on his cock, deep-throating it all the way. Him holding me down on his cock. I have slobber all over the fucking place, all over his cock, all over his legs, running down my chin. There was one point I gagged on his cock and I came up for a breath and I just had dribble all the way down my mouth onto my tits. That's a good time. The front of my dress was wet. I mean, it was like a fucking porn star blowjob, let me tell you. It was hot. And the look on his face the entire time, and I was telling him so many compliments about his cock because it's a thousand percent true. And he's like, you have no idea how sexy it is when you look at my cock the way you do. I didn't even realize that was a thing. It wasn't by design. I just really enjoyed his cock. Yeah, I just think those things are involuntary when you're enamored by something specifically or someone. It's like you don't realize you're paying 
special attention to any one thing. Yeah, it really was like cock worship. And I don't do that that often because the reality is I have a lot of nice cocks in my life. I've had a lot of nice cocks, especially in my mouth. You know, so it's like cocks don't impress me that often. But for whatever reason, I really do love his cock. It's kind of like Goldilocks, not too small, not too large, just right. That is this cock. And it's also just beautiful. Like it's all uniform and the skin on it is uniform and it's just beautiful. (laughs) It's so weird when I hear that it's so good i mean you know like susan will say that to me or something it's just so like strange you have a beautiful cock too you have yeah, a very weird. tan cock which i think is so fucking sexy it's, yeah and it's like uh what i get is symmetrical or uniform or it is. aesthetically ple- it's like yeah you don't okay. have like a big mushroom on the top or anything not that there's anything wrong with that either but it does make it more difficult to suck and right. yes your cock is very much the same it's the same kind of thickness all the way down yeah. and it's curved ever so slightly which i love yes it is <laughs> this is an advertising for Brian's cock now. <laughs> Great. Thanks to our partner, Brian, of the Front Porch Swingers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his exact, cock. <laughs> exactly what it is. Yeah, don't come to Phoenix expecting to see it because <laughs> no one's going to, I don't think. So anyway, he's like, okay, now I need to eat your pussy. So I take him into the bedroom. I turn on the fan because I knew shit was going to get wild. And the last time he and I played together, he was sweating fucking everywhere. So I turn the fan all the way up. We go into the bedroom. I don't even take off the dress. I just take my tits out of it and hike it up because, again, I didn't have any fucking panties on. And when we got into the bedroom, it was frenzied in the hottest possible way, mostly because we'd had so much buildup. I mean, the couch session of us touching each other and him fingering me and me sucking his cock that was probably 40 minutes it was a long time well you guys were together every bit of two hours because i was gone and i thought i was going to be gone too long and then i was like oh shit she hasn't even texted me or anything yet it was a while (laughs) yeah did you even bring the phone in the bedroom with you or did you just completely forget okay no so that's the other thing i turned on the fan i brought the phone in and i placed the phone away from the fan i was going to put it right next to kind of the head of the bed and as soon as action got going I was going to turn it on and have the video going to be able to show you the noise or share the noise with you. Right. Well, that didn't fucking happen because when we got into the bedroom, it was hot and heavy. He literally tossed me onto the bed on my back. I lay back. He takes my knees, one hand on each of like the bottom side of my knees and hoists my legs up. So my pussy and my ass are up in the air and he starts licking everything, ass, pussy, clit, fucking everything. He's devouring me like I'm a fucking, I don't know, bowl of ice cream or something. It was so fucking hot and I'm kind of like crunched up but every once in a while I kind of pop my head up as much as I can to look at him and he just has this look of determination and fucking eroticism on his face it was so sexy well again you know getting to the point where because he's obviously very much attracted to you you know clearly as much as you are to him so it's always interesting to hear like as things ramp up like to the point where you completely forgot even that you were going to turn the phone on. Yeah. He obviously didn't give a shit at that point. You know, it just goes out the window. Yeah. So, and here's the other really sexy thing. So he goes over, grabs a condom and unwraps it and has it in his hand and then goes back to eating my pussy. So now I'm just laying down. He's not hoisting me up anymore, but he's kind of stroking his own cock and eating my pussy at the same time. And I had this crazy orgasm from it. I mean, my legs were shaking. I just lost track of time completely. Just one of those earth shattering orgasms, which also 
doesn't happen that often from just having my pussy eaten. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was all of it. It was like naughty that he was also eating my ass, and I don't know, just very sexy. But then he stops after I had my orgasm and basically just enters me. I didn't even realize he had put on the condom. He had done it while he was eating me out, so that he could just like slide right into me, which was also super fucking hot. Yeah, like no transition, just from. A to B. Yeah, and it felt like he really wanted me in that moment. It felt like, oh my God, I just can't wait to get my cock inside of you. That type of energy to it, which is such a fucking turn on. So he's now inside of me. He stretches me and I remark on how much I love the stretch. And much like the first time, this is one of the things I'm really starting to realize about myself. The more that I giggle during a play session, the more that I'm into it. And I think some people take it as I'm uncomfortable or it's an awkward moment. I'm awkwardly giggling. That's not what it is at all. For me, when I'm giggling during sex, it's because I've just completely let myself go and I'm having fun and I'm just rolling with it and there are no other real thoughts in my mind besides the fact that like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's just an unconscious thing. You're not doing it, you know, you don't know you're even doing it. But it makes some guys really uncomfortable, which I don't understand. I've had multiple guys that have been like, why are you giggling so much? Or are you ever going to stop giggling? I'm like, well, if you don't fucking like it, then we don't have to have sex because yeah. this is just who I am. Instead, what he says is you have the cutest giggle ever. And I sincerely hope that means you're having a lot of fun. And I was like, you fucking get it. Well, yeah. So, who, who giggles and doesn't enjoy themselves? You know what I mean? Well, no. See, I do believe I've been with women, especially where it's like I'm going down on them, for example, and they are un uncomfortably giggling. Yeah, I guess. And for whatever reason, either because they're not super comfortable with me yet or something. And I always stop right away and ask, like, is this, are we still good? We're good to go here? Because I never want, obviously, to be performing something on someone that they don't want, obviously. But yeah, I think that there are a lot of people that do that. So I understand why you make that correlation. But for me, that's not what it is. So just ask me rather than being weirded out. Just ask me why I'm fucking giggling. You know, just assume that it's not working. So, yeah, I mean, I loved that he said that and he was very much into it. And then I felt like I could just even be more myself. So he's fucking me. And it was really interesting because it was very aggressive. I mean, he's basically on top of me, just fucking pounding me. And there was one moment I had my fingers dug into his shoulders and he was like, yes, I love when you give me that energy right back. I have my tits pulled out. He starts squeezing on them. I ask if he can bite my nipples and he says, yes. So he's leaning down and biting onto my nipples. And then there was this moment we're making out with each other and I start biting his bottom lip and that kind of motivated him even more. So he at there was one point where he had one hand on my ass cheek like basically grabbing me from underneath and squeezing onto it and squeezing onto one of my tits at the same time and he's just drilling me and i came so hard i squirted all over the bed second time recently that i've squirted while i'm being penetrated which is not usually my norm at all no and i saw the fucking sheet the bed (laughs) cover when i I was like what the fuck happened in here (laughs) yeah it was a whole thing It was a whole thing. I fucked that bed up. And I'm sweating on him. He's sweating on me. And then there was a moment that I turned over very, very briefly. He fucked me from behind. He was kind of spanking on my ass. And then we went back to where I was laying on my back and he was fucking me like that because he really seems to like that. He likes to be able to look at me and kiss me and connect with me in that way. Mm -hmm. And I've said this many, many times. Sometimes when you are with someone and you're facing away from them, you can be a little bit more raunchy because 
you're not as vulnerable in that moment. But it was really interesting because as soon as I flipped back over onto my back, that's when I felt like things got the most raunchy. Yeah, it just and depends. I, People I'm are different. looking at him in the face and I'm like, yes, fuck me just like that. Give it to me. Give me that cock. I've been thinking about that cock since the last time I had it. And he's like telling me like that I'm such, I'm such a dirty girl and I'm so naughty. And I'm like, yes, I am naughty. And he stops for a second. There was one moment he had my leg kind of hoisted up so he could really just get access and go really, really deep. And he just stops. And I'm like, why are you stopping? And he's like, well, I don't want to come yet. And I'm like, no, I want you to come. <laughs> like, right. I don't want you to stop yourself from the pleasure. The whole point is for that to be the case, for us to have as much fun and pleasure as possible. He's like, well, if that's the fucking case. And from there, he just fucking went to pound town. He has my leg hoisted up. He's fucking me deep, as deep as he possibly can. I mean, his body is just like listening with the sweat on him. The whole thing was just so beautiful to watch as he's banging the shit out of me. And I came ridiculously hard, squeezed on his cock and literally five seconds after that he came and the look on his face was so sexy he kept his eyes open the entire time and was staring at me as he was having this orgasm and there was something very very again vulnerable and sexy about that the confidence that that takes especially considering we don't know each other that well I was so impressed by that yeah, listen I tell guys all the time you really need to let yourself go and, and just be in the moment it's I, I mentioned it to you the last time Susan and I were together she said to me, she's like, because I came hard, we had a hard, incredible session, and she's like, listening to you, because she was on her stomach when I was fucking her from behind, she she said, listening to you orgasm was hotter than me having an orgasm. Yeah, you mentioned That's that. a big deal. Yeah. Like if you're, it, guys just, I don't think, I think they miss out on that. Like, he, you know, not being vocal or just not being expressive. Well, and he wasn't vocal. He wasn't really saying anything, which was almost hotter. He was definitely moaning, but it was this look on his face. And again, his eyes staring directly into my eyes while he's coming. There was something so just sexy and confident about that to me. And it just, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And so he pulls out of me and we both just burst out laughing. Also an amazing fucking sign from my perspective when you're just yeah. laughing after sex. He's like, that was fucking wild. We look at the bed. I mean, I have my big wet spot on the bed. There's pillows fucking everywhere. We have a couple of throw blankets that I put down on the bed for kind of more decorative purposes. They're all over the fucking place. My phone that was supposed to be sound recording this whole thing has fallen off onto the floor. It looked like a fucking train wreck in there in the best possible way. Well, as much as I would like to have heard it, it was just as much fun not having heard it because I got to experience it afterwards, obviously. Well, so then he and I, it's really interesting too because like I said, we don't really talk a lot in between play sessions, but when we do play and then talk afterwards, it's like I'm picking up with an old friend. Right. And I think part of it is because we do have really good sexual chemistry that just kind of bleeds into other things so we feel comfortable with each other. So when he was getting dressed and cleaning himself up, I texted you yes. and said that we were wrapping it up and you said, okay, I'll be there in a little bit. Well, he just stayed and we talked for probably a good 20 more minutes. Yeah. He was telling me stories. We were laughing with each other. We're just standing in the kitchen bullshitting like we've known each other forever. And then you walk in the door and the three of us are just bullshitting like we've known each other forever. I yeah, mean, I don't get just, a chance to talk to him that often. So It was so comfortable. It was so just completely organic. And I loved that. I And again, he left. He texted me and thanked me. But that's the last our communication has been. And I kind of fucking love that because it's almost like I get this 
sexy little surprise delivered to my door when he comes over and that's all it is. Well, yeah, it's not like it takes an incredible amount of preparation or effort or energy to put it together. If his schedule aligns with yours and, you know, it all works out, great. You know, and that's how it that's how it should be. Yeah. So it was wonderful. I absolutely loved it. And then, like you said, we a couple hours later had sex again, you and I, and it was fucking intense. Yeah, because, well, again, and and there was some time in between, which was even better. Now, I will say, had I I didn't know anything about the potential recording, had I heard that recording afterwards and then because you and I got dressed and showered and stuff and we went we left and went out for a bit and then came home. If I had heard that shit, like if you had sent that to me while, because you've done that to me before, you used to do that to me at work. I'd be at work, I'd get a picture of like you and Clint together or something. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, uh, you know, I'd be in a meeting or some shit. I'm like, what? Oh, oh that's, that's naughty. You're so, welcome. <laughs> had I gotten that and then gotten home, we would never have gotten out of the house. So it, it worked out really well. Well, that's definitely the plan for the future because like I said, kind of the direction you and I are shifting in is how can we include each other in the play sessions even though we play solo because I love the fact that we play solo. We get a lot of shit for it. There's a lot of people that don't understand it. I don't care. The reality is for us, it it makes sense because I feel like I get to really just be myself in those play sessions. Yeah, I get too. to focus on the person I'm with. I don't have to be uber focused on you. And I think that that's positive because it makes it hotter for when you and I do reconnect. Well, it's also like you or I, nobody has to perform. Right. But at the same time, I think it requires us to be more creative in how we make sure that the other is included still in our play sessions because that is important. I don't think that it makes sense for us to be completely solo playing and the, our partner is just completely out of sight, out of mind. Right. So I'm trying to think of more creative ways to really make sure that you're included and that the eroticism is going to be built for when you and I get our hands on each other well that's the whole thing right just uh, same along with myself and and uh, jade and susan we have great sex i mean it's a great time but and i and just great time talking to them and hanging out and i'll go out for drinks with susan and that kind of thing but doing something unique outside of the box that will only enhance our mine and your reconnection is just got my juices flowing like it's just you know and <laughs> and, and theirs because it's just so fucking it's it's new yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's a exciting. new concept. Yep. So anyway, that was my hot play session. Kind of a failure in terms of not fulfilling exactly what I wanted to. I would call it a failure. But also not a failure at all in that it was fucking hot as hell with yeah. an amazing man. So yeah. I really nice appreciated it. Um, we're probably going to be talking a little bit more about this on a bonus episode this week for our Patreon members. So if you want that bonus, along with a lot of others, my favorite bonus that we provide for our Patreon members is our Telegram group. That's great. Which is a chat group with amazing people people from all over the world. I mean, we do fun stuff in there. Yesterday we were doing, as we're recording this, yesterday was Friday and we did full frontal Friday, men versus women. And it was just this fun picture. I was busy all fucking day. I missed a whole guy. Oh, you missed so many hot pictures. So we do that kind of shit, but we also have really in-depth conversations and support. And yeah. it really is just an amazing place to be. So if you want all of those bonuses, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. If you want the naughtier shit, my OnlyFans is onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. Brian's is onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy lots of events coming up for us big events so our Denver events. event we're going to be at Splash Atlanta we're going to be at Naughty New Orleans and all of the information on both our events as well as the events that we'll be attending and hosting things at can be found at members.frontporchswingers.com so we hope you'll check into our upcoming events and join us sometime in 2023 and what else do we have? We've got the ASN awards we're going to be part of that here in August in Vegas we've got uh, well, a podcast 
Tencent is the only one that's not on that link. So I'll actually put that link in the show notes for you guys. If you're interested in joining us, it is the first weekend of August right here in Las Vegas. Great fucking time. We're going to have some great people here for that. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. We've got some new folks in the space that are going to be participating in Splash, in Naughty, and at the ASN Awards. I'm super fucking pumped. Yay. So stay tuned for lots more dirty deets. And as always, thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.